Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, January 2nd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Chris and then Dave. Hey, afternoon, Nick. Uh, after having a tape to look, I have a chance to look over a tape. Uh, how would you officially set, assess the way that Gardner play, and what do you have to do to make him right and put him in position so that he can succeed? Yeah, I think uh, you know we didn't we didn't play well enough as an offense in, in, in total, right? And that's never just on one guy. Um, you know, we didn't coach well enough. We didn't put the guys in good enough positions to to make plays. When you score ten points, there's a lot of blame to go around, um, and. And, and it starts with me. And we just didn't, we didn't put the guys in good enough spots um, to help them make plays. Um, you know, I mean, we got we got to do a better job of that. Um, you know, Gardner played a fantastic game, in my opinion, against uh, the Cowboys. Um, he didn't, he, uh, you know, up to his standard, it probably, it probably, and if you ask him, he's probably going to say he wanted a lot of plays back um, in this game. But, again, we got to help him. Uh, be in a better spot to, to make plays. Uh, and I, I'll take responsibility for the, the interception. We came back to a play um, that we had run earlier in the game, and they recognized it, um, and they made a play off of it. And so, you know, we gave them a recognizable formation, and they made a play off of it. And, you know, and we put, we put them in a tough spot right there. And I think, um, you know, I think that, that's a major, you know, obviously that's a major turning point in what uh, – you know what people envision Gardner's game being. Um, you know they they'll put a lot of that on that that play, but I'll, I'll I'm accepting responsibility for that play. That was that's on me, um, and we and we uh, we put him in a tough spot right there. We'll go to Dave and then Tim. Hey Nick, if I can, I actually want to go back to that pick six. Um, AJ Brown was on social media today defending his effort on the play. He explained that it was uh, given that look, his route became dead. Uh, so wondering what his responsibility on that play was and if you were pleased and, and content with the level of effort. Yeah, the the um, the responsibility on that play is, uh, again, I'll just go back to my own. Uh, my own. Uh, um, again, we, we were in a three-by-one formation. We shifted the guy up to the line of scrimmage onto the right side, putting us in a four-by-one. That's a very recognizable formation. Um, and a good corner made a play, and uh, with a with a smart safety on the other side, um, with with 32 and 23 over there, they they recognized it. And Dennis Allen's a good coach, and he recognized it, and they had made an adjustment, and they made a play. Um, I'll never I'll never question our guys' effort. Uh, and you know, AJ gives it, AJ gives it up for his teammates all all the time, every time. And so I'm never I'm never going to question. This is not a team where I'll ever question our effort because I know how hard these guys go for each other, um, and how hard they go because they're prideful guys. Uh, again, going back to that, that is that's my responsibility, and I, and uh, and and uh, that's why we uh, that's why they got the interception. Go ahead, Tim, and then Bo. Hey, Nick, uh, can you? Well, can you tell us about the progress that uh, that Jalen and Gardner Johnson uh, have made, sort of behind the scenes? And and with Gardner Johnson, I'm curious, like, how much has he been able to to do on the on the physical side as he as he uh, comes back from this injury? 
Yeah, again, they're both getting better every day because we have because they work hard at it. Um, you know, they work they work their butts off to do what they can do. And you know, Gardner or I'm um, me, Chauncey's um, a little bit harder to you know do anything much in there because it's his body healing. Jalen's done all the rehab; he's always in there uh, working. Uh, and I know they're getting better each day as far as what they've done. Uh, because of of who they are, of how they're or how they're rehabbing, how our trainers and our our doctors and our strength coaches help them out, because we have top notch guys right there. So they're all a little bit better than what they were even yesterday. So um, obviously we're 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 just waiting to to see how they feel continued throughout the week, um, to see what their status will be up for this week. Uh, Chauncey, um, you know. As far as what he's been able to do, like again, you're you have to rest that. Um, that's not something that you can be there and um, you know do a lot with. Um, so, but with this, these last two, these last two weeks, he has been able to ramp it up. Um, so he's able to when it is time for him to go, he'll be ready to go physically, right? Um, not just the injury healed, I'm saying, but physically be be ready to go. And so he's worked really hard at that the last couple of weeks, but he did have to take it easy early on because that part that was part of the healing process for him. Thank you. Just a real quick follow up if I could on Jalen's shoulder. Like when when he is uh, you know cleared to come back, is your understanding that he's gonna his shoulder will be at like full strength, like he'll have normal you know sort of torque and velocity on on his throws uh when when that time does come for him to be back yeah i mean that's that that would be the obviously that's everything's taken into play as far as when he's ready to to come back right we're going to want him not only to be first foremost we always are going to want him to be healthy enough to not put himself at danger right um that's first and foremost but then also so he can perform at a high level as well um, you don't want to put, you know, it, that's a, when you're talking about throwing, um, you know, throwing the football with an, an injured shoulder, you know, him, it's a little different than other, some other injuries, I guess to say, like, he's got to be able to throw the ball, you know, down the field. He's got to be able to throw it accurately. Um, he's got to be able to throw a velocity so he can be, you know, you know, be effective as a quarterback. And so, you know, uh, did I answer your question, Tim? There, I'm sorry, I kind of went rambling there for a second. It's all good. Yeah, just when he's when he's clear, do you feel like that he's going to be at like is the expectation that that arm is going to yeah, be at full, full strength? Yeah. So I think it'll be a both and one. He'll be healthy where we're not, you know, we're not um, putting him at risk, and then two, he'll be he should be able to throw is is the expectation. Yes. Appreciate it. Go ahead, Bo, and then Jeff. Hey Nick, stick, sticking on Jalen, um, you know you you've talked about how much he wants to be out there and and is sort of agitating to play um, after the loss yesterday. What was sort of his um, reaction, and, and has he said anything to you over the past like twenty four hours about really wanting to to get back? Yeah, I know Jalen wants to get back. Uh, that's that's been his message to me ever since this happened. I'm, I'm going, you know, he, he it's it's hard to keep him down because of how tough he is, um, the kind of competitor he is. Um, he wants to go, and so um, you know, I, I wouldn't say in his last 24 hours I haven't talked to him. I've been kind of dragging myself through the mud and uh, trying to get it, get it right on my end. So Jalen and I haven't had a conversation with the last, you know, since yesterday. But you know, obviously he's disappointed. Like we were all disappointed uh, walking out of that stadium yesterday. And uh, yeah, that's you know, Jalen's an ultimate competitor, tough, um, and so he was. Yeah, he's he's just as disappointed as we all are. 
Go ahead, Jeff, and then Martin. Uh, Nick, you said Jalen was close. Um, what did you base that? What do you base that on? And if he was close, why didn't he get more practice repetitions? Uh, Gardner said he took all of them last week. Yeah, I guess we played that pretty right then for Gardner to get all the all the reps since he's the one who played. So um, he was close. I based that off of what the doctors and what Jalen's telling me is essentially really just. It. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to all the people that give me the information on those particular things. And, uh, and that's where I, that's where we were saying that, you know, obviously you got to be able to go out there and practice an individual, which is obviously closer than what he was the week before, um, you know, doing individual throwing, throwing the balls. Um, but yeah, he didn't get reps last week at practice. And then when you said uh, you're right in, in having Gardner take all the all the practice reps, what what do you mean by that? And is that typically what you want uh, because you don't want to have uh, guys splitting reps? Well, yeah, you know Gardner took the reps, and I guess we were right by that by saying that Jalen wasn't quite ready to play yet. Go ahead, Martin, and then Rube. Hey, Nick. Um, I, I was wondering, like, how much of, of a believer are you in momentum heading into the playoffs? I mean, obviously, the context being that you guys have lost two in a row, but, you know, with the game coming up against the Giants, like, how much do you believe you guys need a pretty big win um, significantly, you know, in order to get rolling into the playoffs? Yeah, you know, I just want to make sure we're, we, we've, we're improving, right? We're improving. So as as a football team. And, you know, thought the defense played a really good game yesterday. Thought the offense played a good game the, the week before. Um, and so, you know, you never want to be like, you, you never want to be take dips in your improvement, right? You want to continue to go at an upward level. And so that's what you want. That's what you're trying to get out of this. Um, now, there are, there obviously it's the National Football League and that does happen here and there. But, you know, as far as like, how, we just want to go out there and play a good game, obviously. Um, this next game and, and play to our abilities uh, and coach to our abilities. Um, and so, uh, but as far as momentum, I don't think about, I don't really think about that stuff really too much. I just want to go out and perform that day. You know, I think that's kind of been my message to, to the team and, and to you guys at all times is like, well, you know, what if this happens or what happens? Like you're just trying to work on the day at, at hand. Right. And so that you're, you know, try to go one and zero each day, so you can go one and zero that week, and then you worry about the next week later and the momentum of the next the next week later. So it's it's not something that I think a lot about, to be quite honest with you. All right, thanks. We'll go to Ruben then John. Hey Nick, um, when you look at uh, the defense, their worst drive was the first drive. Obviously, the game was the only offensive touchdown the Saints scored. Offensively, they started with four straight three and outs. And when you look at the big picture, it seemed like both sides of the ball were flat to start the game. Uh, did you sense that? Do you ever sense that before a game? Is there uh, any way you can kind of get guys out of that morass if if you feel it it's happening? I think if you sense that, I mean, then then of course you'd want to you'd go to the extremes to say you know and do whatever you need to do to fix it because you don't you want to start fast as always so I, I don't think I didn't sense that um, um, you know how do you get them out of that if if you do sense that I mean I you know I you, you kind of just you got to snap everybody into it you know and what our message was at halftime was like hey um and I kind of went to every group and said this, and I said it uh, to the locker room, like, "Hey, we we 
there's not we couldn't have played much worse than we just played and we're down 13 nothing so we got a chance to be able to go win this thing and uh you know with even with how bad we played so let, let's just get going and, and go but um, you know, that's that's what I said at that halftime. I tried to say that a little bit before halftime as well. Um, but, yeah, I didn't sense that going in. And if I if I would and if I had the right thing to say there, I would definitely would have said it had I had I sensed that. Go ahead, John, and then Zach. But, but Rube, to your point, we we definitely didn't start the way we wanted to start. And we definitely started flat, as it as as you said. Hey, Nick, um, just to kind of uh, button up the, the interception, just wanted to ask you, is there sort of obviously you and Shane can't come up with the perfect call each time. Is there any sort of teaching point to that particular play? And then just real quick, Josh Sweat, if you got an update on Josh. Yeah, um, I know I know you saw Josh was released and everything yesterday, and we'll take Josh one day, one day at a time. I'm, I'm just – Really thankful that you know it wasn't more serious there. I know every, I know everybody, um, you know, in that stadium was holding their breath because anytime that stretcher comes out, that's 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 uh, tough to deal with. And you know, and I, it was you know Josh was you know Josh was saying, hey, I just let me get up. I can get up. You know, I can get up and this and that and the and the doctors obviously in the, that scenario have to make sure they go through all the right channels. So I felt a little bit more at ease because of what Josh was saying out there. You know, Fletch and him were having conversations. He had his kind of his head down, and Fletch was, Josh, you okay? Sweaty, you okay? And and Sweaty was, t- they were talking back and forth, which may, you know really put me in a in a calmer state of just the conversation. And uh, and I, I, I share that because of how how good of a leader Fletch is, and the relationship that they have together was really cool to see. You know, while Josh was laying in a in a in a situation where obviously nobody no player wants to be in, and you could just see that he was there for him. And uh, um, anyway, to and then your your first part of that question was the the interception. It was tell, yeah, tell me that teaching, again. I'm sorry. Sort of the teaching point because uh, obviously yeah, you and I Shane you, can't come up with a great yeah. play. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, John, you know, and as, as Shane and I watched it uh, together this morning and as we watched it as a staff, you know, we just kind of said to each other, hey, this is too recognizable of a formation to come back to. Um, and if we do come back to that, uh, a recognizable formation like that, we need to do something else potentially off of it. Um, and so, and, and that's what we said to ourselves. And we, you know, like we said, it's like, hey, that this is on us, just like what I said excuse me, just like what I said to you guys, you know, and that, and the accountability, that's where accountability starts. Accountability doesn't start by us as coaches as saying to the players, this is what you have to do better. It's part of it, but accountability is everybody looking in the mirror and saying, I screwed this up or I screwed that up. And that's, that's what's important part of the process to say, you know, this is, this is what I screwed up. And I'm, this is what I'm going to do to fix it with this type of detail and 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 not protect anything. Just let everything be out there. Right. And now we don't share everything with you guys. You guys know that. I mean, and that's just the way that's just the way it is. Some things do stay in the house. But, you know, but the first thing you do is you is you is you got to drag yourself through the mud first and 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 have the hard conversations with yourself and have the hard conversations with staff of what what we did to 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 have 10 points, you know, to score only 10 points when we were coming off of averaging 
whatever, 38 a game for the last five games. And so, um, but that's that's what I love about this building is that everybody can and everybody does look themselves in the mirror first and, and there's no protection mode. It's just like, hey, here's what I got to do to make sure we're reaching our, uh, our potential. And so that was, that's how, that's really was, the, I'd let you in on all that conversation. That's really what it was. Um, you know, and, and I take full responsibility for that, uh, for that call. We just, that's, that's just a, you know, that's, that's on me. We have time for two more. So go ahead, Zach, and then EJ. Hey, good afternoon, Nick. If you think back to week 18 last season, you were in the same spot that the Giants are in now. Uh, I, if, if you think back to that, what made you choose the path that you did? And, and what do you anticipate the Giants doing this weekend? Yeah, I, I can't anticipate the Giants. I, I, again, I can only control what I can control. That's always been my message to the team of control what you can control. Spend your mental energy on the things that you can spend that 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 are worth your mental energy. Um, what went into it last year for us was that's what we felt. I mean, really simple as this, like that's what we felt was best for us. Now, obviously, we didn't win the next game, um, but we felt like that was what was best for us as a football team. Um, with some of the bumps and bruises that we were dealing with at that time, to to make sure that we were healthy to go to Tampa, healthy healthy um, and fresh to go to Tampa. So I mean that that's what went down with our decision, um, you know. And then again, uh, you know, not trying to um, not answer your question. I really do believe this sag is that I just I gotta worry about the things that I can control and that are worth my mental energy. Um, to make sure that I'm putting our team in the best position to win this game and to win this division. Thank you. Go ahead, EJ. Hey, Nick, if uh, Joshua does miss some time here, how do you view the, uh, the edge rusher death behind him? And I guess, you know, kind of along that vein, um, you know, is Robert Quinn getting closer to return? I guess you have an update on him. Uh, he's definitely getting better. Uh, again, to, for me to say right now, EJ, that he's going to play or not play is not fair to anybody. Uh, you know, and so he's getting better. He's worked his butt off to to get better. Um, and I love the depth that we have there. Obviously, Josh Sweat is the player that who he is, and you're always going to miss a, a player to his of his caliber because he's he's such a high quality football player and a high quality person. Uh, you're going to always miss that. But you know. Uh, I guess someone shared a stat that we were the first team ever to have four guys with 10 sacks, over 10 sacks. So I'm feeling pretty good about our depth at that position, um, which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. Um, you, you know, you always, as an offensive coach, you always look at the the stat, the stats of of guys who you know are up there on their pressures and on their sacks. And I'm not sure. Well, I definitely, I've never seen a team that has four guys of it because it's the first time it's ever happened. But I'm not. I, I'm not sure the last time I looked up and saw were three guys were on it, right? Um, you know, I know some of those teams that we used to play against in the AFC West when I was with the Chargers, you know, you had Tom Bali and you had Justin Houston. I know they were always over 10 sacks, but, I, you know, I, I, the third guy was uh, Frank Zamba, and I don't remember him being over 10 sacks. No offense to him, because I do think he was a really good player. Um, and then I, um, and I think about the – you know, the Broncos, they had Vaughn Miller, they had DeMarcus Ware, and I, I, can't, I couldn't tell you who their third guy was. So, um, my, anyway, my point is I feel great about the depth. 
Um, wishing Josh a speedy recovery. Um, but our defensive line has done a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Great job by our defensive coaches, um, you know, Coach Walsh, uh, Coach Rock, uh, Coach Scudder, um, and obviously Coach Gannon, of uh, just putting those guys in positions to succeed and then those guys going out there and just executing at a very, very high level. That's something that's, that that no one's ever done before, and, and, and that's, that's special. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thanks. We'll see everybody Wednesday. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.